The following is a part of the Radio Memphis On Demand service. It originally aired live on Radio Memphis and has been edited for time. Follow your heart, be who you are. We should always reach out to the stars. Sometimes it's hard and we all have scars. So follow your heart. That right there is uh, it's out of Pasternak for you right here on Radio Memphis. You're tuned into Radio Memphis Around the World with me, Dee, out of Los Angeles, California. And originally, originally she is actually born in Russia, okay? This is something that, uh, and those of you that may have been tuned in last week here on Radio Memphis with me, um, I actually snuck this in on you guys. And, and, uh, and I did this because this was one of those songs that came across my eyes and ears when I was out stalking on Instagram. <laughs> and, you know, and as it turns out, you know, um, I actually was was rolling around and um, the uh, incredible, incredible guru herself, uh, Judy Stackey, had actually made a, po- a picture post and it was about you know, being a songwriter. And one of the things that she actually posted was to be a good songwriter, you need to write what you truly, deeply want to say, not what you think is going to work on Spotify or the radio. And so immediately what I wound up doing was that, you know, I, I, I clicked like, of course, because, you know, I'm, I have a, a relationship with, uh, with Judy and we've done an interview together and everything else um and as it turns out um you know i i wound up making a comment and i think i said something like perfect and the particular individual jumped on and she clicked like on it as well and it turned out to be out of pasternak well you guys know me I'm going to do a little searching. I'm going to figure out who this person is. So I jumped on her page and started doing my stalking gig. And as it turns out, this lady is an absolute gem, okay? Some of you know her fondly as Ada the Violin Girl. And what's really cool about what she does is that it's not like she just plays violin like you normally would consider. This girlfriend rocks it out like a guitar and everything else. And so the more I started seeing some of these videos, first one I came across was Follow Your Heart, this song right here. Instantly hooked. I mean, instantly and perfectly done. So I went to her page, figured out a couple more things, and she has quite the story. And here, you, you got to remember something. You know, this is a young lady, okay, not only was she born in Moscow, she wound up coming to the U.S. with her family when she was about six years old. Now, she's got musical parents. Uh, they wind up, um, you know, they wind up really being really, really supportive. And, of course, in her childhood was pretty much spent, uh, you know, with the majority in classical music. And she wound up developing skills and becoming quite the violinist. She won competitions, you know as a soloist i mean and she was actually playing to audiences we're talking of 2000 plus people and of course one of the things that wound up happening with her is that you know she wound up developing you know um tendonitis um she wound up developing a you know kind of a a, a situation where she thought she was not going to be able to play and she had quit well when she had quit i mean she literally quit for about two almost three years and and this is one of those things where you know she looked like a normal teenager nobody you know knew if she was going to be coming back she didn't even know if music was going to be part of her life and so and as it turns out on a whim at the very 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 last second all right she decides that she's going to go in and and, and put in an application and do an audition for berkeley college of music that's a big step all right, that's a huge step, and you guys know how much I feel about Berkeley College Music. What a great organization, you know, great programs, and they pull out some some fantastic, I mean, talent. Okay, so she she puts some stuff together. She 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 rolls up there. She has her dad accompany her uh, on piano, and not only did she finish the did she finish the um the audition, to, to immediately she is awarded the Presidential Scholarship. Okay, and if you guys don't understand what that is from Berkeley, that's a full ride, right off the bat. Well, that hooked me because you and this, I mean, again, this is one of those girls I look at her. She's got the full package. You know, she's fantastic. She's great looking. She sounds great. I mean, she's a wonderful, as it turns out, 
songwriter. So I reached out to her, and as it turns out, that we had some fantastic conversations on the phone, and I happen to have Ada on the phone with me right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Ada Pasternak out of Los Angeles. Um, thank you so much for taking some dime town and spending some time with me here on the show, sweetie. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. Are you kidding? Look, all right, so as I, you, well, you heard, because I, you just told me you heard. I was telling everybody how I came across your music, and I tell you, you know, honey, when I came across your video, and I came across your stuff, and I was like, how have I not seen this? How have I not seen this version? Are you kidding? Um, <laughs> I absolutely, absolutely love what you have going on, and I love the fact that you have taken that violin and you kind of made it into like your thing. It's you know, and you do some very very different stuff with that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and one of the things that I mean, and I'm, I'm going to be quite honest. You know, I, I, everybody that knows me knows that I will wind up going out and stalking and looking at stuff and, and actually pulling up websites and you know, so just so I can find out more if I get like really zoned in on something. And your uh -huh. your story is 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 so unique to me um, because you almost you almost just stopped doing music music you know yeah yeah um so so tell me now i understand that you're um, originally born in moscow you got musician parents mm -hmm. and stuff so you come to the states mm -hmm. um is the is the music thing is that something that your parents you know kind of instilled in you is that something that you naturally came into and fell in love with it's something that my parents instilled in me um they basically just put the violin in my hands when i was six years old <laughs> oh wow okay they said, here this is this is what you do now and they put me in lessons and all this and training um hey i'm not sure i think i loved it as a kid but i'm not really sure i don't really remember because i was never really given the option i was never really asked if i love it i was just told to practice and i was doing it doing what my parents told me to okay Okay, well, um, all right. Mm -hmm. That's so, okay. <laughs> when, so I know that I felt, I know that I felt, really felt, truly fell in love with music is when I, was when I went to Berkeley and I started improvising. Well, you know, that's, that's the thing. Um, Mind you, all right, you started, you know, you started learning when you were six. Immediately, they throw you in some lessons. And, you know, and, 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 and again, when you're talking about, you know, we're not talking about singing and we're not talking about just, you know, guitar or drums and stuff. We're talking about a violin. A violin is a very, very specific instrument. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. There is, I mean, and me personally, I have this thing about where, you know, people have to have this innate talent in it of itself just to understand how to handle a violin even before you get the lessons it's like you kind of have to have it so you go in and you, and you start getting all these structured lessons um and you know you you learn a lot of different things but now step forward i mean you're talking about you know going to some place like berkeley you know what did what did what did berkeley do for you when you looked at that instrument oh my gosh berkeley the whole environment and experience of berkeley totally changed my life um the direction See? of my life See. Um, I mean, it, w it was when I had got to Berkeley, the only thing I had ever done was really mainly play classical music um, and a little bit of world music with my parents. But I had never, you know, sang for anyone. I never, oh, wow. never really did a lot of improvising, never ever wrote a song or thought that was something that I could do. Um, and yeah, that's, I started to do a little bit of jazz there. Okay. And then um, I took a few lessons with a bluegrass. Fiddle, uh, fiddle player instructor so I was kind of just exploring different genres and having fun and experimenting well you did um, yeah you did a lot I mean because I mean I understand that you also I mean you jumped into not only just jazz and bluegrass you also jumped into pop you even jumped into a mariachi band 
I did. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Now you know you know out of the thing about it is that so you're you know you're you're very structured. Now I will tell you, and and I don't care what anybody says. When you're talking about classical music, there's such an understanding about truly you know how many notes where things land and where things are supposed to go and so i mean it that was such a fantastic you know foundation for you to 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 start from but when you when you wound up you know getting tendonitis and you stopped down for you know the two years or three years i mean when you stopped before before berkeley came into play here what was going through your head you're like okay i'm done that's it i'm not gonna play anymore i i didn't want to be done but i physically felt like I had no choice because okay. I had like extreme pain in my back and arms and like just excruciating pain and muscle spasms and tendinitis. Right, right. So I like physically couldn't play. Um, I was in that much pain, unfortunately. And so I, I went to see a professional doctor in New York. And she had she had been working with, you know, musicians and athletes. And she took a look at me and she said, your body's so tense you need to put the violin in the case. <clears throat> I had two big concerts coming up. Oh, my God. Said, After your concert, put the violin away, take a break, you need to rest your body. Just like, be a normal teenager, rest your body, you know, maybe get some massages, do some yoga, whatever. Right, right. So that's exactly what I did. I had two really, really big concerts where I was soloing with professional orchestras. Right, right. You know, in front of a lot of people. I did those. I played through pain. Oh, my um, God. So <laughs> even though, you know, technically I sound good, I... I was actually in a lot of pain and people didn't know it except for like my family and stuff. Oh my God, um, wow. And after those concerts, I didn't have anything coming up. So I, I did what the doctor recommended. I put the violin away in the case and I was just, you know, I started getting deep tissue massages and acupuncture and physical therapy. Good for you. Tried Alexander technique. I just kind of dove in and tried all these healing methods. Sure, sure. Um, and it just started to get better over time. And I was just a regular teenager. I was just hanging out with my friends, you know. And how'd your mom, music really yeah, I was gonna say, how'd your mom and, my life anymore. How, how did your mom and dad take that, though? Because I knew that that was something for them as well. And I mean, they, they want the best for you. I know they do. And, and, yeah. and, and, and of course, I mean, there was, there was a little part of them that felt like maybe, maybe there was something else you can complain, kind of plug in on. Because I'm going to tell you something. At this point, from what I understand what you're telling me, and for those of you that are tuned in, you're hanging out Radio Memphis around the world, and I am talking to the lovely um, Ada Pasternak. You have a, such a cute, incredible voice, and so you've never tried to sing up at the up until this point? No, I, I didn't know. I had no idea that I could sing. Like, I didn't know that I was, like, half decent at all. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> I know, I okay. All right. Um, and I was actually at Berkeley for, like, a couple like like a year and a half even two years without any for anyone like people just knew me as a violinist because that's all I was when I got there oh and I didn't I didn't start singing and writing songs until like towards the end of my birthday experience okay okay um so even now you know sometimes uh, somebody I went to birthday birthday with will like kind of like hit me up on Instagram and they'll be like hey I just heard your song I didn't even know you sing sounds great (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome they're like the whole time we were hanging out with you man why didn't you tell somebody right um so you know you 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 take that break you take that break and at the very at the end of the two years so what was it that spurred you I mean obviously obviously Berkeley was a choice for you um, yeah just just right off the bat I mean was that that that's just something you've always known in your heart that you wanted to be a part of correct no not at all actually. oh okay growing up I never I never heard of Berkeley because oh um, wow in the classical world you don't really 
think about Berkeley, you, you know, I was going to go to Juilliard probably. Car- yeah, um, it's of a course. totally different thing. Course. Yeah, Berkeley's more contemporary, and mm-hmm. um, I was doing a classical thing, like full out. So, no, I actually had never even heard of Berkeley growing up. I mean, my parents never talked about it or anything. Okay. Um, the first time I heard about it was in high school when I was uh, in my guidance counselor's office. And she was talking to me about college plans. You know, she was like, Otto, what are you going to do for college? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. My parents can't afford college. They probably won't go. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, but you're such a great violinist. You know, I don't want you to give that up. And I was like, I haven't played in like two years or something. You know, I don't, I don't know. Right. So I really didn't know what I, what I was going to do, you know. And um, at the time, my mom was taking music therapy courses at New School University in New York. And she was uh, studying music therapy, my mom. And I always thought that was super cool. Music therapy, like, sounds really interesting. Wow. And my mom would come home and tell me all these really cool experiences that she would have, that she would go to, like, a hospital and play music yeah, yeah, yeah. for somebody with dementia. Absolutely. And, um, they, you know, they couldn't remember anything that day, and all of a sudden they would remember all the lyrics to this one song that they grew up with. And right. they would trigger all these memories, and they would just have these really intimate experiences and life-changing moments, you know? Wow. Through music the power of music and it, and I remember she was telling me all these stories and I was really intrigued and touched by it so I remember telling my guidance counselor in her office in high school I was like well music therapy sounds cool like maybe that maybe I could do that and not have to practice violin three hours a day you know what I mean oh okay um, okay so she, I remember she pulled up she went online and right in front of me and she pulled up music therapy college program and a few different things came up and one of the things that came up was Berkeley College of Music oh I remember she went on the website and she was kind of just like reading some stuff and she was like oh look it's in Boston and it has you know jazz and all this all this different stuff and I was like oh that sounds fun um but my <laughs> mind so kept funny. going to you know my parents are not well off and there's no way they could afford to send me to college and there's no way I want to put that burden on them you know oh wow um yeah and also like like I haven't played violin in two years like blah 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 and then she she pulled up the scholarship and I remember it said something about scholarships whatever and I was even if I get a small scholarship, like I don't think it's realistic. And I don't remember her. I don't remember seeing that there was full scholarships. Like I didn't know that they had that. Okay. So that wasn't even something that was in my mind. Um, and I basically just yeah, I, I just I decided probably I won't apply to it, apply for Berkeley until until. Until <laughs> I was like, because the, the, the suspense is killing me here because I'm like, because this is so funny. And those of you that are tuned in, I'm talking to Adam Pasternak. What's so funny is that up until this point, you've so led me to believe like this is like so the not the choice. You were like, I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to make it. They're not even going to like me. And and I'm like, OK, so what happened? <laughs> so one night I'm in the kitchen having tea with my mom. Uh-huh. And she all of a sudden says. I have this gut feeling that you should apply for Berkeley right now. Really? Yeah. And I was like, really? I thought we decided we're not going to do it because it's too expensive. She was like, I, well, you might get a scholarship. We'll figure it out. Oh, and okay. She was like, I just have a feeling. Just go apply. It doesn't hurt to apply. And the application was due that night in like an hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So we had our computer at the basement at the time. So I was like, okay. Good thing I listened to my mom. <laughs> so no I doubt. ran down to the basement and started filling out this application. You got to, like, type up this essay. You know, they ask you a bunch of questions. Um, and I submitted the application at, like, like one minute before it was due or something. You know, kind of just, like, right on time. Like, oh, my God. My stomach hurts. Oh, my God. Okay. 
Yeah. And so, you know, a couple of weeks go by and they emailed me back and they're like, hi, Otto, like we want to, um, we, we like your application and we want to invite you to do a live audition. Right. So that's the first step is doing an online application. The second step is you have to you have to do yes. go there. You do. You have to you do have a to full go one. to Boston and do a live audition. Mm-hmm. And the only instrument I knew how to play was the violin. So I was like, oh, I guess I have to pick the violin up, take it out of my case and, and prepare a piece to audition with. So how many so many weeks did you have until you had to go to audition? How you know, it's embarrassing, but I have such bad memory. I don't really remember. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I could probably like find out. I'd probably do some research. Maybe ask my parents. But not, but not long, obviously. No, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't long. It was probably probably a couple weeks or something like that. I don't know. Oh my god. Okay. It definitely wasn't long. Yeah, so you're you're one of those people. Like you're one of those people. You're one of those talented people. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> So you, um, so, so, I, you I, so you get it together. I took the violin up and I started to practice a little bit. I started to, you know, do my scales and practice. I chose this one piece, um, this Jewish folk piece called Bolshem Nagun um, that oh, I really nice. enjoyed playing. And Very nice. I started practicing it with my dad who played piano and accompanied me. Okay. Um, so we prepared the piece and my dad drove me to Boston to audition. <clears throat> and... Um, there were two parts of the audition. There was like a verbal, you know, they ask you what you like, what you're interested in, and then there was the playing part. So I played this piece for them, and then they also asked me if there's any other instruments that I play or if I like to sing or anything like that. And I said, I do like to sing. I've never sang for anyone. <laughs> I do like to sing. Um, so I sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow for them. Oh, you're kidding. Really? I love that. Yeah, that I love is that so song. I've always that... loved that song from the first time I heard it. Okay. Um, and then... So that happened, yeah. And then um, they, so then we, my dad and I drove back to Connecticut, about three hours away. All right. And I don't remember exactly how much time went by, maybe maybe a week or two or something like that. So I get an email from Berkeley College of Music. Yeah. And I go down to the basement, and my mom's teaching a violin lesson. Oh, she's, a, she's a music teacher, so she's teaching a violin lesson upstairs in the living room. Okay. And I'm in the basement checking my email, and all of a sudden... I start screaming and I run up the stairs <laughs> after reading this email because the email said that I am awarded a full scholarship to Berkeley College of Music for um, all four years. My God! Yeah, Holy, uh, you so know, uh, presidential scholarship. So, so let's let's breathe for a second. Okay. Yeah. Let's breathe for a second. You know, what's really funny is that, so your your mom said she quote unquote had this feeling. Now look, your mom's a music teacher. And you sure like nobody got into her ear because they know that they, I mean, they had to have followed you at, at some point or did she really just come up and say, I just think you're it's just going to be fine. Let's do this. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, I know. It's amazing. Wow. So you get this, so you get this email and you're, and you're, and you're staring at it and it's like, there's a, it's a total full ride. This this is I mean, and you got to understand when you're talking about a place like Berkeley. This is this is this is not like this is not easy. And here you are, your last minute. I've got the application going in one you know one minute before the deadline date. Yeah, you know, I I've, I've got maybe a couple of weeks you know to put something together. You know, and you have got your father accompanying you. You never sang, but you sing somewhere over the rainbow to them. And this is this is all really fortuitous to me. Okay, uh, and and you get in and and it's and it's a full ride. So you, when this finally sinks into you, was there was there like I'm just going to go and get the full experience, or you were you like okay, this is what I'm going to do with this education? I mean, did any did anything really set up in your mind at that point? Um, no, you know, I I, um, I was just I was just really excited. 
I was just uh, like really excited that I got a full scholarship, so I was able to go to college sure. without having my parents worry about the money stuff. Sure. Um, and yeah, I was super excited to to go to Boston and start a new adventure and be around music. Absolutely. I knew that, of course, I loved music. I just didn't know what I wanted to do with it yet. Okay. So it was all very new, and I was kind of just like you know, a, a, a kid in the wilderness, kind of exploring, going to parties, and I started. I started when I so when I got there, I started like jamming with people, you know. Good for you. And yeah, you know, being around all these different genres and interesting people from all around the world. Wow. That's what really opened up my mind to you know playing rock and bluegrass and jazz and mariachi and all these things were kind of just like they were they were growing something inside of me you know sure there were um now when you get there so, i mean you're you're learning music and you're learning you know yeah. you're doing the deal but there's a part of you there's a part of you that that winds up shifting gears you know into into one find kind of finding you but you also shift gears into more of a songwriting stance and that's a that's yeah. a huge step for you ada um you know how how, how does this come into play for you okay so <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I had a two-year relationship in college. Okay. With a guy, I would say he's, I would, I would say he's my, he was my first love. Oh my um, God. Oh, he broke so, your heart. <sighs> yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're together for a year and a half, almost two years. Oh, damn and, um, those boys. He was, funny enough, he was actually a great, great songwriter, senior songwriter. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say his name right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I bet if he ever hears this, he's going to be like, I know she's talking about me. <laughs> so he, um, so he, so he breaks your heart. So he, I, um, I see this. Anyways, so I, um, that breakup was really hard for me because, like, it was my first love, you know, it was an experience, and I, I broke up with him, and then I regretted it, and he talked to me, and all this stuff. Okay. So it, was a, it was a really difficult breakup for me, um, and it took me a long time to heal, and I'm getting help me heal. Well, I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. So, yeah. So I was in college. And I was living in the dorms, and um, it's already been a few months, and I was, you know, doing better, but I was still sad, really sad about it. Right. And one day, I woke up in my dorm room, and it was a nice sunny day in Boston, which is kind of rare. It was always, always cold. Yeah, it's always cold <laughs> um, and, like, dreary and stuff. So I looked out the window, and I, I just woke up. I just, like, put my, my feet on the ground and looked at the window, and this, this melody and these lyrics came out of me. Oh, wow. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Even though my heart is broken. It's a beautiful day, even though you're not here. See? And I was like, what was that? See? Whose song is that? What was that? I was like shocked. <laughs> See? That's what I'm, the, 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 the true emotion, an emotional thing triggered, uh, triggered your creativity and emotion. Yes. So I was like, is that the first lines of my first song? Because <laughs> <sighs> I still like have the chills thinking about that moment. So I called my friend Chris, who was a good songwriter, and he was he lived nearby. So I was like, Chris, come over now. <laughs> <laughs> I just had this moment. I don't know what to do with it. Right? Yeah. So I sang it for him. He's like, Yeah, you're writing a song. Oh my god, let's finish it. <laughs> um. Okay. So so this this whole happy heartbreak thing wound up actually putting uh, you know completing and have making a breakthrough happen for you. Such a breakthrough, and yeah. So my my buddy Chris helped me finish this first song called "Why I Let You Go." Um, it is somewhere online, but I'll probably re-record it at some point and re-release it. But um, okay, it's a pretty song, and it's actually my mom's favorite song of mine. Just funny. Of course, um, well, of course it is because it's like it's like your it's like her first baby. Her 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 baby had her first baby. It's one of those. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> right, I get it. No, I totally get it. I, I totally get this. So you, I know you do. <laughs> so um, 
so then yeah it was like this amazing feeling and I was it was so it was all so new to me you know creating my own thing right um, and then I think the next day or two days later it must have been the next day you know what it might have even been the same day I don't know okay uh, it all feels like a mush now uh, I wrote <laughs> my second song called Still in Love of course about the same guy of course <laughs> of course yeah we're, we're gonna ride this emotion out and milk it got it oh yeah yeah <laughs> it was amazing how I was healing so fast all of a sudden perfect perfect I was just writing these songs it was like therapy for me Wow. Um, and then I wrote my third song called Every Now and Then. Okay. Also about him. About <laughs> about, <laughs> um, Dude, well, man, you, you, know, you got some miles out of this one. And, yeah, and, and I'm so glad I'm so glad you broke <laughs> I'm so glad this is going to be the crappiest thing I'll ever say to you, Ada. I'm so glad you broke up with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> me too. Because, because look, now, right, so look what happened. You know, look what happened. You wind up, you know, kind of stepping into this. And so, um, you know. That's crazy. Can you can you say can you say that a lot of the educational background that you wind up you know getting and the environment that you're in was one of the one of the major components that kind of um, that kind of nurtured you know this 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 crazy cool moment that you wind up having um, into something I mean because let's face it like if you were at home all right and everything was cool and everything was rolling and you're you know you're not in college you're not at Berkeley you're not even at Juilliard or wherever you know what I mean and this happens do you think you would have had that same type of breakthrough? Does that make sense? That's such a good question. I don't know. I, I'm guessing not because mm. I think it was the environment right. that triggered all that, you know? Right. And, uh, um, but I don't know, maybe. There's really no way of knowing. Wow. Um, and occasionally I think about that. I'm like, would I, what would, I, would I have even been a musician, you know? Would you, have, um, would you have even been this inspired? Would you have been able to, you know, take it kind of one of those places? I mean, because let's face it. I mean, you're in a, you're in a place that is, that's, you know, set up for success. I mean, you're, you're, you're around it. You're, you're, uh, you're um, networking. You're, you're listening to all these different cool, you know, vibes. You, you know, you've got, you know, this instruction, you know, you're, and this is what your focus is. Um, and so this, it's kind of one of those things where there's this, this, this complete outlet. So you wind up writing. Um, now, the singing thing. Okay, I'm very curious. And the reason why I'm so curious is that, you know, I spent many years, you know, singing and growing up. And I spent many years, you know, as far as doing vocal training. And I spent many years, um, you know, doing chamber singing, choir singing, um, you know, Broadway singing. I, and a lot of people don't know that about me because they know me as this, like, this crazy, you know, cohort here at Radio Memphis. But... Well, now they know. Now they know. And, but I, like, I, I truly appreciate you know where all of that comes from in terms of in terms of um, um, you know lessons and 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 practice and and music theory and stuff and so that's why when I when you when I hear this like I never sang I'm like what do you mean you never sang what you know are you serious <laughs> this is and so this is um so you write these songs and obviously this this insp this inspiration that you got you you you're the one that's mouthing the words and you you, know, you come up with the melody and you sing it. Mm -hmm. Where where does the singing thing take you? I mean, you're, you you sit back and you realize, okay, I have a voice. I mean, is this like another epiphany in your head? You're like, this is me, and I'm, I have something original, and this this is what I should do. This is um, it? I didn't realize right away that I, you know, that I could sing. Um, I was just exploring this new territory of songwriting, and you know, being at Berkeley and kind of getting into this. I was like, what what is this? What am I doing? I'm like, God, I'm writing songs. I never in a million years thought I would do this. Right. Um. And I guess it was, I guess slowly I started to, well, I also, you know, have, have I'm also um, improving. Like I wasn't, you know, I'm better now than I was when I started as a singer. Wow. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I had no idea, you know, that I was good. But I started to go to open mic. And good for you. One of the things that um, 
gave me a little bit com- a little bit of confidence as a singer was people's reaction. You know, when they heard me sing my songs, they were really touched by them, and a lot of people gave me nice nice feedback, and people would ask me five CDs and say, "I love your song, or you have a beautiful voice." So that's when I was like, "Okay, maybe maybe I have a thing here. Maybe I could do this." You know, right, right, right. Um, but, yeah, I just started to get into it, and it was. Um, it wasn't even like thinking; it was just feeling, you know. Just feeling. So, so, so you wrap things up, you know, at, at college. Okay, you know. Remind you, we're in we're in Boston, right? Um, mm-hmm. You were calling me from Los Angeles, so there's a big gap there. <laughs> you, um, <laughs> you, you land. I mean, you wind up, you know, and you know what is what is it that that drives you, you know, uh, completely across the United States? I mean, why why is it that you land yourself in LA? Yes. Well, actually. Um I do kind of wish I came straight to LA, but I actually went back to Connecticut and New York. Oh, okay. Um, first, okay. yeah, okay. Um, yeah. I wanted to be near my family, and I thought New York was the place to be for music. And I didn't know any. I didn't really know anyone in California, so I didn't really think of it as an option for me to come here. I didn't really sure. know how you know awesome of music scene it was here. Sure. Um, so I went back home for a little bit, and then I like lived in New York City, and it was like super cold and expensive and stressful. <laughs> <laughs> um, there it is. Okay. So the switch happened because um, I saw a postpartum jukebox video on, I think I saw it on Facebook. Okay. And I was like, these guys are cool. They take pop songs and like play them jazzy vintage style. And I was like, this is really cool. I like what they're doing. Right, right. And um, I think I commented on one of their videos or I, or I messaged them or something like that on Facebook. Okay. And I was like, hey, I'd love to collab with you guys at some point. I play violin and I sing and I'm a songwriter. Um, and I didn't hear back for a couple of weeks. So I was kind of like, oh, whatever. It probably won't happen. Who knows, you know. Right. They were pretty famous, so I kind of was like, you know, if it happens, great. If not, life goes on. Right. So, um, but some time goes by, and I get an email from their manager, from Post Modern Jukebox's manager, and they're like, hey, Otto, we checked it yourself. You're really talented. We'd love to invite you to California to do a YouTube video with Post Modern Jukebox. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just like, like that? Oh, I'm going to California. <laughs> just like, so, I mean, okay, so, so like, they invited you to do this video, so did, did you, like, like, okay, just screw it, I'm moving, I'm moving there. Is that, is that? No, not at all. Oh, okay, no, all right. Like, no, I was okay. like, right away, I was like, I'm going to California, like, for a few days to do, the, you know, for, to do this. Right. Um, no, I was just excited to go visit and have this experience. And then, so you get, um, so you get there, and then, obviously, the experience, you know, fell in love with you as much as you did it, and... And you know, totally. I was here. I was supposed. To, I think I was supposed to come for like three days, but I think I stayed for like two weeks. <laughs> um, I just like couldn't leave, and I felt so welcome here. Everybody that I was meeting was so nice, and I was meeting so many cool people. Oh wow! Great, great musicians. The weather was amazing, and I was like, "Why don't I live here?" <laughs> and that's <laughs> crazy. And that's the, and that's right away. I just knew right away. I was like, "This is where I'm living." Oh my goodness! And so. see, it's funny because. You know, it depends on who you talk to, and, and those of you that are tuned in, you know, I'm actually talking to Ada Pasternak I'm out of L.A., which, you know, she has now fallen in love with, and that's where she's based out of. I am, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, like me, myself, um, believe it or not, um, I was actually born in New York. I was actually born in Goshen. I spent most of my time in Monroe. I had family. Oh, okay. Yeah, Washingtonville, Jersey, you know, all this other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but, but mostly lived in Memphis, you know, lived in Dallas, and, you know, kind of back and forth. There's a thing, there's a thing for me that's actually a little homesick, believe it or not, for New York. And, and I talk to a lot of different artists um, and a lot of different people in industry that are that are kind of ingrained, you know, in that area. And there's a lot of stuff that's kind of going on. And so for me,
me, I'm like, why wouldn't you stay there? But then, you know, then yes, I do talk to a lot of people that are that are also on the West Coast, and it just it, it really kind of all depends on what it is that you're going to kind of fall into and, and where you find your fit and where you find your niche totally. and, and what what it brings out in you. So you get out to yeah. so you get out to LA. And you're making all of this, all of this, all of this stuff work. And as an indie artist, and, and you know, and for those of you that are tuned in, and for you, um, you know, with Radio Memphis, obviously we're you know, we're we're an indie radio station, and you know, we play everything from you, we we've never you know uh, met you before to everybody knows who you are, you know, indie, <laughs> and everything in between. But one of the cool things about what, what I do on this particular show is, you know, I get to talk to to people that go through this entire experience of of their journey and and what it is that is they have to do and what it takes for them to get there and a lot of people you know we have this cool fun, fun conversation and, and, it, and it sounds amazing and everybody is, 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 is totally excited but they don't realize like all the trials and tribulations and all the stuff that you wind up having to go through to support yourself and your your work and your art and, and do what it is that you love and represent your originality you know um how hard has it how hard has it been for you to kind of really push i will say that you and I got to talk on the phone, um, you know, this past week, and you were telling me, like, it's like, look, I do this, I, I hang out, do all of my stuff. You have done such a fantastic job. You know, you've got such a great following. Um, you've got, you know, a, a huge presence, you know, for somebody that's want, that has really, you know, done it all herself, you know. How hard is that for you to keep up with? Um, you know, I, um, I'm definitely ready and excited to have, uh, like, a manager or some sort of team. Sure. So right sure. now, yeah, right now I'm kind of doing it on my own. Um, with you know, I have a couple of people helping me with some some photos and some different things and right, right. Um, putting my music. But in terms of like managing and PR and marketing, I could definitely use some help and I push. And I think I'm ready for that. And um, yeah, uh, hopefully that'll that all that stuff will happen soon. And I think it will. I believe it will. I think I'm at the right right place now, being in Los Angeles and being around all this all the right people and um well yeah, yeah. i mean it's one of those like yeah one you the half the game is you know half the half the game is like showing up right you know and and actually yeah. you know being there for it um you know one of the things um with when you when you realize that you're going to have to start building a team around who you are and what you've got going on in your music is there is there a part of you that gets really scared that you're going to wind up asking or, or trying to engage with the wrong people? I know that sounds like the most craziest question. And just because, like, me, myself, I'm like, how do, how do you know? How, do, how, do you, how will you know that you're working with the right person? How will, how will Ada Pasternak, how will you know you're working with the right person? Um, you know, I think um, over the past few years, I've definitely learned some lessons and some bad lessons from, um, from working with the wrong people. Okay. So I think my tuition is, um, is pretty good now, and I am... I'm pretty confident that that I'm not gonna, you know, sign any bad contracts or make any any more stupid mistakes <laughs> at this point. And um, yeah, I just think it's important to like develop relationships with people. And you know, it's always, it's always a red flag when somebody's like, "Oh, I want to make you a star. Sign this contract right now." You know, for five years. And, and you're like, <laughs> uh, "Who are you?" I've kind of right. already seen all that. So right, I'm right. Be careful right. now. And um, yeah, I you know take it step by step, but. Absolutely, I think, take it. I think the right people will find each other at the right time. I agree. I totally agree with that. So, also fondly known as um, Out of the Violin Girl, um, which I totally love. Um, you know, one of the things <laughs> about you and the violin, so you obviously you've been trained properly because, again, classical background, you know, and, and, and on up. 
you wind up doing this really crazy cool thing where you make your violin do stuff that normally under normal circumstances it's not supposed to do. Uh, you know, and you also play it in certain manners uh, that pe- normal people wouldn't play. Yeah, I mean, to the point where you even flip it around like a guitar. You use it. I think I caught something on Instagram. Was it yesterday or was it over the weekend? You use it as a beatbox. I saw that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> see, I, t- I saw and it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And and so this is is it, this is almost it's almost like a, I think with you it, you're one of those you you have a, in in a most awesome, fantastic, and most positive way when I make the statement. It's like it's like placing a, bo- a box in front of a, a, a young child, and you're like, okay, let's see what we can make this do. And you just you know, and you just you just get all creative with it and you dive in and you're like you just you know you 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 take it to the gamut to find out what it is that you can do um now the deal with the violin is there is there something that you just got innately curious and you decided that you wanted to do something different or was it something more of a comfort thing on on you no you know i'll I'll tell you exactly how it happened actually and it happened first okay so um the okay so before I did any of the plucking pizzicato thing, you know how I hold it with a guitar. Before I did any of that, um, before I even started writing songs, or I think no, I think at this point I already did. I already kind of started writing songs. I don't remember. But anyway, <laughs> this, this was a point where I was just basically just playing, you know, traditional way with a bow. Okay. Um, I was at I was inside a Berkeley practice room, tiny little room. I was sitting on the floor and um, holding the violin in my in my on my lap the bow on like on the you know on the floor or whatever right, right. and i had um the real book which for those of you listening you might not know what that is that's uh, it's like basically the bible for jazz musicians okay. know, it has all, all the jazz songs on there right um you know fly me to the moon all of me all that stuff um so i was um actually i was starting to dive into jazz a little bit i was i was trying to learn a little bit of jazz it was a new like la- brand new language for me so i was sitting on the floor the first room with the violin on my lap and the book in front of me, and I opened it up to, let's say, Fly Me to the Moon, which I think it was actually at the time of song that I was learning. And, um, and you know what, I'm actually going to get my violin out for this part, because this is an important part of the story. Okay. <laughs> so I was learning to read a chart for the first time, because in classical music, you have, you know, all the music in front of you, all the notes, but you're, you don't learn how to read chords or charts, you know what I mean? It's a different type of... Different type of thing. Okay. So I was learning climbing to the moon, and I was strumming my violin. So I was like, okay, it says, looking at the the real book, and it said D minor. So I was like, okay, D minor. And then G, my G to the moon, and then it says C. And let me play among the F towards the F. Love it. Stars. So I was like, okay, this is cool. I could. I could play my own bass. I could be my own bass player. <laughs> and let me play among the stars. And I was just like, this feels really good. This feels really comfortable and amazing. And that was my first moment of realizing that I could kind of accompany myself on the violin while singing. See. Um, so then I started to do it more. And then I started to play. I started to add notes. So I was playing chords. Was like, okay, D minor chords. So D, F, A. So fly me to the, and then G minor. So I started playing chords, and it just felt so natural. See? And it made me so happy instantly, and it just, like, felt almost more natural than me playing traditional way with the bow. It was like, 
I felt home, you know. And you felt at <laughs> home, and and you na- and you naturally stepped into something, and that's what's so funny totally. about you is that this entire journey that we've been talking about with you since the beginning of uh, this conversation is it's it's amazing to me how you have just fallen into a place of where you're supposed to be at. Have you noticed that? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you, what are your big plans? All right. So you you know you've got you've got a couple songs and you've got a couple things you're putting together out. Um, you know you're doing some performances and stuff. What are what are your big plan? What are your big plans? What do you what are you wanting to do? I want to share my music with the world. You know, and um, I want to inspire people through my songs and through my hopefully through my personality. <laughs> <laughs> Very okay. nice. Together. Um, yeah, I want to I want to have this beautiful journey of life where I, I want to help and inspire people through music and I want to be able to support my family and have my own one day and yeah I, I'm just so grateful that I have um, music as a vessel and as a way of expressing myself and um, and I, I'm so happy that people like my music and I'm it just like means so much to me when somebody says hey your song really moved me or you know um, I can really relate to the song you know absolutely stuff. And, and when you told me that you know, you really like my music. It's I just, did. It's like just warms your heart. So good, good. I did, and like I said, the 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 follow your heart. Um, and, and and those of you that are tuned in, um, you know, you can check out you can check um out of past Mac at um music dot com. One of the things, I and mean, of course, on um, on Facebook as well, um, at a Pasternak. Um, w- when I came across the video, and it was just a very simple, you know, it's obviously on top of a building or whatever. You got your hat on, cool color lipstick, by the way. Yeah, I'm that person. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, I was like just totally set off the whole deal. Trust me. It, yeah, that was like total promo move. Um, and and you know, but listening to listening to the song is as as sweet and and as 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 simple, but you know, wonderful vocals, um, wonderful words, you know, wonderful lyrics. Um, you know, wonderful symbolism and stuff. It was one of those, yes, I could relate to this. Yes, this is kind of whatever. Does this one, will this one get stuck in my head? Yes. This one, this melody will get stuck in my head. That's why, that's why I called. <laughs> it was like, that's okay. Awesome. Yeah, and that's important, you know, especially when you're talking about music. It's not purposeful in terms of, I'm going to write a hit song so that I can chart on the top billboard. Whatever. No, you write a song because, you know, it's, it's, it's what's in your heart. It was what you've got going on, and, and, and it is what it is. If it happens to, you know, touch the masses, uh, you know, on several demographics, then okay, you're onto something. But if you just simply write yep. it because you write the way you're, you know, what you're, what you're doing and what's coming out of your head and out of your heart, you know, it's always the right thing. And that, I think that's, that's ultimately at the end of the day what was, um, what was so kind of attractive about it and just uh just to see you know everything that you've got going on um for plans now you're you're obviously trying to do shows you're obviously trying to do collaborations you obviously try to work with you know different styles and you know different strokes and different folks on 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 stuff do you have any big plans or any big um you know um um, goals and stuff that you're trying to set yourself up for for this year um, yeah, um, one of my goals is making uh, music videos. I don't have any music videos at this point, for okay. real music videos for my songs. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely one of my goals for this year. So I'm trying to trying to raise a little bit of money for um, a song I wrote about a young woman who passed from cancer. I want okay. to do a music video um, dedicated to her and her family. Nice. Um, it's for this beautiful song that I wrote called My Letter. Okay. And um, I have a few other songs that I really want to make music videos for. I have one that's actually being edited edited right now, so it's... Um, it's for my song "Waiting." Yes, and which I think you've heard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm making a music video for that first, and then I'm um, hoping to do a few other ones after that. So that's definitely one of my goals for 
on the next year and just to release more music and get more ears on it you know just want to get it out there into the world and yeah just improve as an artist and right. do my thing and make your and make your stuff happen and and hopefully yeah, make it happen and hopefully somebody's going to snatch you up and, and and start working with you and and, and start directing and i tell you if anybody's tuned in and nobody's really any you know kind of paying attention to what we've got going on here you know you need to go to out of pastor uh pastor neck music you know dot com you need to check some of that stuff out and somebody really does need to start start working with you i'm um, you're 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 at that you're at that pivotal point in your in your world where this is it would be so amazing you know for to see you be able to focus completely pull your focus on your music you know what i mean um because you've been able to do so much at at this point right and you've been able to 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 get to a certain level you know at this point a a lot of your background a lot of your family support a big shout out to your family because i know they've been extremely supportive for you and your career um big shout out to berkeley because you know they gave you such a great foundation um big shout out to Mm -hmm. you know the guy you broke up with so glad y'all broke up big shout out to (laughs) (laughs) you know and everybody that's always you know kind of you know kind of been in 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 your corner um but if you have that opportunity where you can simply focus on that songwriting and you can simply focus on on what it is that you're you're putting together as far as for content and stuff and and you you've got those people and that team that you build around you that you can trust to to help fill in the holes um you know i I expect to see some some crazy cool things happen for you and i hope they will i hope they will thank you diana you are so welcome you You are so welcome listen if if you need anything from us here at Radio Memphis, you know, just give me a shout. You got my number. You got my email. You know, we text and all that good stuff. So, you know, let me know what you got going on. You got new stuff coming up. Um, just, you know, whatever. Um, I, I am going to be kind of keeping an eye on you to kind of see where you're at and where you're stepping in on, on some things. Oh, good, good. Keep an eye on me. Um, so she's like, yeah, please do. <laughs> and, and if you have anything coming up and stuff, if you got new, you know, breaking news or you got some, some new things, let me know, you know, because I would love for you to check back in with us and love for you to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, kind of let us know on. Um, you know, give us an update on on how uh, your world is coming across, and uh, uh, you yeah, know, that'd be great. One last thing, you know, you've got a ton of musicians. Yeah, not only do we have a lot of listeners and stuff that like to tune in and listen to the cool music and, and listen to the cool people and meet you know meet new friends and stuff, but you also have a lot of artists and musicians and stuff that are tuned in that maybe they're just getting started, maybe they're sitting there staring at the computer whether or not to hit send to you know to an application to Berkeley, maybe they're just you know maybe they they don't even know what it is that they want to do. I mean, and, and they look at somebody like you and they're like, oh, my God, this is so fantastic. You know, how did you do it? I mean, well, what, how do I get started? What's what's that one piece of information that you're going to try to give to someone to aspire them to 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 get on the get on this path? What are you going to say to them? You know, I'm not even trying to plug my song, but. I'm gonna, I would say follow your heart. <laughs> yep. No, that's no. That's I, I'll plug your song because I, that that says it right there, right? Sometimes you just got to close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and just go with the flow and see what happens. You know, you can't. I feel like you can't force everything, which is one of the reasons I love improvising so much, and that's where everything started for me. You know, before I started writing songs, it's improvising. Sometimes you just, you know, you, you can't plan everything in life. You know, and there you, it is. you just gotta like relax and breathe and have a positive thought and say everything will be okay and things kind of work themselves out as long as you're working towards your goals and you know if you're just starting out and you don't know what you want to do it's totally okay you know it's part of life is not knowing not knowing and that's not the beautiful thing as well so be in the moment um do what do what makes you happy and um yeah be a good person <laughs> you know be good to yourself and be good to others i feel like that's the most important thing and everything else will, will come perfect 
perfect. I'm all about that. I, I like that. I like the gift back to the universe thing too, man, because I live by that one too. Good job. Very good job. Yeah. Again, if you need anything, let me know. What I am going to do is um, I'm going to play your song "Waiting" since we uh, mentioned it, you know, to everybody. Um, and, Great. And hopefully, hopefully, we're going to see we're going to see a video for this one come out soon, right? Yes, absolutely. It will be coming out soon. I don't I don't know exactly when yet, but definitely in the next month or two. Okay. Um, there'll be a video for it. And I want to give a shout out to um, the person who produced the song and has been writing and producing a lot of my music recently. And his name is Keith Perry. Okay. So go Keith. Very good. Very much. Good job, Keith, man. We love you. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> Listen, go enjoy your afternoon. All right. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to rock out to some more of you. How about that? That sounds awesome. Thank you so much, Diana. This was so much fun. Ah, uh, no problem, honey. We'll talk again, and we'll talk soon, okay? For sure. I can't wait. All right. Thanks, honey. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Ada Pasternak for you right here on Radio Memphis out of Los Angeles. And again, I am so glad that I took that stocking effort just 20 million steps further because she is an absolute just joy. And I tell you, you guys want to know more, don't forget, go to adapastorneckmusic.com. You can check out some of her music. You can check out her bio. You can check out her story. And you can actually check out also some things that will be coming down the pike for her, including some new music videos. So, you guys, you definitely want to be looking for that. In the meantime, let's go ahead and listen to one of those songs that may actually turn up on one of those videos for you. The song is called Waiting right here, and you're tuned into Radio Memphis Around the World with me, D. Here I am, just waiting. The proceeding was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated and originally aired live on Radio Memphis. Any offers or advertisement contained may not still be valid. All rights are reserved and copyright is held by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. For more, look for all the RMOD players at radio-memphis.com. <laughs>